T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, we're back. It is Marks and Reese. John Marks. Ike Reese, live from Chickies and Pete's in South Philadelphia. Join us tonight. Brandon Graham Show is coming up at 6 o'clock, followed by the Players' Lounge with Ike. Elliot, tonight Jordan Mailata in the lounge, and Hugh Douglas Hugh. will be in the lounge tonight. And joining us right now, as he does after every Eagles game, is number five, Donovan McNabb, as the Eagles will have a first-round bye and will host all playoff games. Donovan, how are you? I'm doing good, but let's get to this lounge part with him and you. <laughs> Who wants to hear that mess? Yeah. I mean, what time is this going to be? It's the Players' Lounge, man, from 7 to 8 o'clock, man. We almost thought about moving your segment to 7 o'clock so, just to, <laughs> so that you could be in the Players' Lounge, too. Hey, man, I mean, is, is, are we getting beeped out in the lounge? What's happening in the lounge? So, Donovan, it's, it's, it's actually it's, it's heavy lifting for Ike because now he has to try to control Hugh in addition Jordan Mailata and Elliot. It'll be heavy lifting for me. I'm no. just gonna, we're just going to talk. Oh, all right. Well, there you go. Well, I mean, it should be fun. You might not talk. Hugh's going to talk. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, we got enough people there to talk. It won't be any heavy lifting. <laughs> well, Donovan, um, how are they got the win yesterday, and, and everybody left the game healthy. There were no new injuries, at least. Um, they're going to have a week to rest and to get ready, and then uh, they'll get ready next week. How are you feeling entering the playoffs into this bye week as far as the Eagles' chances, et cetera? Well, one thing we can say, we, we're not going into the playoffs with momentum. Uh, I think what we've seen over the last month uh, from this football team, there may be more questions than answers. But the good thing about it is we have an opportunity to get everybody healthy and go into the playoffs fully uh, loaded. Um, I believe that I heard Lane, uh, Lane will be back. Um, he'll get a chance to get back and secure that right side. Uh, we have our safety back, obviously, which is, you know, getting a game under his belt of being back and, and recovering after the game with soreness. So that will be good as well as Jalen. So, uh, I'm excited about this team, you know, getting started after a bye week uh, and getting an opportunity to uh, take another step toward the goal. Any concern uh, as you watch Jalen play yesterday? They threw the ball um, as if there was nothing um, wrong with his arm. They threw the ball 35, 40 times yesterday. But it was clear that he was out there protecting his, um, his exactly. shoulder from – showed from any contact. So I'm just wondering from your perspective, any concern with that? Or was that just smart football by him? Like, what did you think about uh, Jalen's play yesterday? I thought it was very smart by um, the whole offensive staff of, of not uh, including any quarterback runs. Um, it was pretty much all handoffs, no really RPO as far as getting him outside the pocket and, and becoming a runner. You have to be able to protect your quarterback, especially in this situation where uh, he's coming back banged up. He's not at 100%. Uh, and you just need to do what you need to do to win a game. Um, so throwing the football was something that, I, you know, from what I understand and what I've been hearing, uh, he was able to do that in practice anyway, um, just not really able to get on top of it with uh, the soreness and, and the tightness of the shoulders. But uh, he definitely showed us that he can get stretched the ball downfield. Uh, now is the opportunity for him to, to get about a week and a half of, of just full-on treatment, uh, getting out and, and working with the, with the receivers and the running backs and tight ends with the timing. Uh, and, you know, when, when the guys get back fully healthy after watching what happens this weekend, uh, I think the, the adrenaline will start pumping a little bit more. So anything that, that you may be feeling as far as illness or 
or soreness is concerned, that adrenaline will take over come game time. Donovan, you, you, you talked about you didn't have the momentum. That they don't have the momentum, the forward momentum going into the playoffs. Do you believe that that, that matters, and that, did that play a, a positive or a negative impact in the, some, of, some of your seasons with the Eagles? Oh, absolutely. Uh, one thing's for sure, when, when we played going into the playoffs, uh, we went in with a winning streak. And, you know, if, if we lost, it was maybe we won five and lost one or, or whatever it may have been. But you have to have momentum going into the playoffs because it's very important uh, to start games out. Uh, you'll see come this weekend teams like the Cincinnati Bengals, teams like the San Francisco 49ers, you know, teams that are, are going to do this thing um, at a high note at an elite level they're going to come into this playoffs, and you're going to see that in the first eight to ten minutes of the game. Uh, and I think that's very critical because how you start the game really puts you in a position how you can now call offense and defensive plays. Uh, if you come out and you're up 10-0 uh, in the first three to four possessions, and, you know, from this point on you might start running screens, a quick game, take some shots here and there, but you're neutralizing the game by controlling the clock. And so I just think for this football team, you know, especially playing against the Giants, I know that mentally they weren't as there as if they were playing against Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones, but um, I've seen us giving up big runs. I've seen uh, a few opportunities in the passing game, uh, you know, same on both sides where it just wasn't crisp, but yet still we did what we had to do to win the game. Yeah, it was a little bit of a crazy weekend. Um you know, a couple of the uh, NFC favorites, you know, didn't necessarily look completely great except for San Francisco, but, but a couple of them got wins and, and Dallas lost. I'm just wondering your thoughts on where the Eagles sort of stand versus what the rest of the NFC playoffs are going to look like. What, how, how do you feel like the Eagles stack up against some of these other teams? Well, the top two teams right now are, are, are – that's in the San Francisco 49ers. What the San Francisco 49ers have been able to do on the defensive end has been quite impressive. Um, and they've been predominantly healthy as well on defense. And then getting uh, Debo Samuels back on offense definitely helps them with more firepower on the offensive end. Uh, now, as far as you know, us concerned, we've been consistent. We've been pretty much consistent. And obviously, when you lose your quarterback for a couple weeks, that slows things down on the offensive end. But as far as the total team, uh, San Francisco and Philadelphia are the top two teams in the NFC. I just think for the wild card game, uh, I mean, we can look at Seattle uh, and Geno Smith because obviously this is one in which for that organization, this is big for them uh, of just getting into this position and and getting in. Uh, But Minnesota to me uh, is a team that if they're – if they're on top of their game, not how they played against Green Bay, hmm. but how they played against the Colts, how they played against a few other teams, if they come out that way, I think it's going to be a long night for the Giants. Donovan, can, can that bye week actually, I, like some teams might need the extra time off, and it's definitely going to benefit the Eagles, but also when now you come out and you play that first game, the team just played last week in a playoff game. I mean, can it hurt you as much as it helps you sometimes, that bye week where you're not playing and the other team is? It can hurt. It can hurt a team that comes in playing against a team with momentum, uh, and that's why I talk so much about momentum. Because you know, if you're going through the season, last part of the season, in this regards, if it's the last five to six games of the season, and you're playing at that elite level, that high level, uh, and then that wild card game, you come out and put 35 on the board, uh, and that next game, you just feel so super confident coming in, and you're playing a team that hasn't been out there in game situations. In, in a week or so, uh, you have the edge if you start out that first five to six minutes on offense and defense, creating pressure and then getting the ball in the end zone. Uh, now the team that's had the rest, they're playing catch-up, and that's the bad position to be in coming off a of bye week when you're playing catch-up. You want to be the one on top where you dictate how things are going to go uh, throughout the quarters of the game. Uh, so I just think for us, we got to continue to keep a business mentality uh, throughout the bye week as well as for, for game week uh, because it's important of how you start these games. And if you don't start fast and you find yourself down, now you're playing catch-up and the play calling has to vary from that, that point on. Mm. 
Yeah, Cowboys at the Buccaneers is uh, it could potentially be a matchup for for the Eagles. Who do you like in that game? You know what? Honestly, I, th- these are two bad teams. Um, Tampa Bay to me is slow. Um, they're not the same running attack that they had when Fortnette probably was about ten pounds lighter. Uh, I <laughs> yeah. think Tom is Tom is starting to understand where you are in your career, and when you look at his weaponry on the outside. Julio Jones is not the same Julio Jones that he was, uh, and, and they don't have Gronk to be able to secure the middle. So from a defensive standpoint, they're not creating the turnovers that they did when they won the Super Bowl. Their secondary is the same. Um, obviously, Sue's not playing with them to be able to clog up the middle to stop the opposing running game. Uh, and the same goes for Dallas. When I watch Dallas, they're so inconsistent because everyone talks about you know, Dak Prescott and interceptions and every game that he's played and he missed five games. Yeah, but there's a lot more to that. They're not running the football effectively like they did before when they leaned on the run. And defensively, they're not creating the pressure that they did early on in the season. So it's going to be two teams that are trying to trying to pull a rabbit out of a hat because they haven't done it in the last couple of weeks. Uh, so it's going to be – it might end up being a 24-21 game and it could end up being a 13-10 game. Mm. Yep. Yeah, could I mean Dallas is definitely limping into the playoffs here. So talk about momentum. At least, at least Tampa had the one good game two games ago where Tom finally looked good this year. Donovan, we'll call yeah, you around. They didn't. They, they didn't really play well against Carolina. They were down to Carolina. No. They had to fight mm-hmm. back. So yeah. you know, it's going to be one of those games. Could be. Uh, so we're going to call you around seven Eastern for uh, for the players' lounge with you. We'll get we'll get you to play. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's during the week. I don't. I don't hang out in the players' lounge during the week. It's just as usual. <laughs> we appreciate but I will it, man. Be interested to hear what happens in the players' lounge. <laughs> we'll let you know. All right, brother. Appreciate it. All right, you guys take it easy. All right, yep. there he is, number five, Donovan McNabb. Yeah, he's he's talking about that that Ford momentum and. Um, like, I look at it two ways, right? Like, Dallas last year, remember, against the Eagles, they wanted that momentum, so they played their starters in that COVID replacement game, and they can't. They scored 51 points, I think, and then they came out and they lost that first playoff game. But really, you want your team to be playing their best football entering the playoffs. And uh, San Francisco's won how many games in a row now? I mean, they're, they're, you almost wonder if they've, they've already peaked. What, nine in a row or something? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I guess with the Eagles getting – the guys that were out healthy kind of restarting this thing similar to 2017 would be a, a way to go. We're live at Chickies and Pete's tonight. Brandon Graham show, 6 o'clock, fired by the Players Lounge. Hugh Douglas joins uh, the lounge and uh, Jordan Mailata in the lounge tonight. Twitter questions today brought to you by Mark's Jewelers. If you're looking to get engaged, visit the home team with the best selection of diamond engagement rings to fit every budget. Online, marksyphonjewelers.com. Doug got the Jags in the playoffs. That was the Saturday game. Yeah, barely. Didn't cover. Did not. No, that hurt me, too, as well. A scoop and score with under three minutes actually got him in there. I thought they were going to lose that game. Yeah, that was a favorable call for him. Yeah, it was. Yeah, considering the ball went, like, five yards yeah, it was forward. A yeah. But, yeah. So they got the win. Yeah, they got in. It's fortunate. I, I, unfortunately for them, I don't, I don't see them beating the Chargers. So. Yeah, and that's, um, that's a one point. The Chargers are favored by a point on the road there, so. Hey, good job playing Mike Williams yesterday in a meaningless game. Yeah, they got somebody else injured, too. Uh, didn't Bosa? I think Bosa had to leave uh, the game, but that didn't appear serious. Williams got carted off. They're saying he, he should be okay for the game, but I, I don't know. Um, yeah, see? It, it, you see how everybody reacts after the injury? Yeah, but it's always good to let them play because you don't want them to be rusty and this and the other right. until somebody gets injured. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the Giants wouldn't even play their backup quarterback yesterday. Yeah. That, that's how much they, they were making sure that someone was, wasn't getting injured. So far today, Cliff Kingsbury is fi- has been fired by the, uh, by the Arizona Cardinals. Yep. Uh, He's continuing to throw money away. <laughs> uh, owners or coaches continue to just throw money away. You know, paying, paying coaches to not work. It's, it's like a rite of passage with these, with these professional teams. You know, it's just billionaires. They get fed up with these coaches, and they decide, you know what? I don't care about having to pay them $5 million a year for the next four years and pay another coach On top $10 million a year to come in here right now. I mean, I'm a billionaire. I can do what I want. So, yeah, so go do it. I mean, that's all it really boils down to. 
Yeah, you're willing to, to swallow the cost of or whatever. Is. Yeah, and they are. It doesn't, it doesn't count against the salary cap. Yeah. Uh, Lovey Smith was, was uh, fired last night. Jonathan Gannon, I think uh, today Rapsheet reported that Jonathan Gannon and D'Amico Ryans are both kind of considered the favorites for that job. Um, Gannon, he interviewed last year uh, when it was open, so. Well, it just we'll came see. out within the last little bit that they requested both him and Shane Steichen. So, the the Texans, the te- the Texans did. Yes. Oh, ah. Shane Steichen too, huh? Ah, someone's gonna get poached off of here. All right. Anybody else fired, Jack? Who am I missing? That, I guess Hackett was already fired, so nobody else. Uh, nobody else fired today. Well, McVeigh might leave. That's the other. Yeah. How about that? I mean, that that. Not that that hasn't been talked about, but but then when Schefter had the story, which I guess was sometime on Saturday, that it's very much he's in limbo, very much in limbo whether he's going to come back or not. So that could be another job that that opens up. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, listen, when you're a fraud coach, <laughs> um, seriously, um, I mean, the GM went out and bought all the players, yeah. and now they don't have any draft capital, so he's looking for a back door. And he went and got the quarterback that he wanted. Now the quarterback that he wanted is hurt and turned back into the quarterback that he was in Detroit. Now he's saying, no, nah, I'm out. Yeah, now, he now realizes that the team is yeah. not going to be good. Yeah, he realizes that the team is not going to be good. And you've given away all the draft capital. So now instead of losing for until they turn it around, he just keep, Just decides leaves. to step away, and he'll probably step away, go on TV for a few years, comes back when he sees a great opportunity with a young team and a young coach. That's what John Gruden did. Yep. What he did in Tampa. Yeah, pretty much. You know what I mean? So, you know, I'm not surprised there. Yeah, I, I guess. With Sean McVay. I, 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 yeah, I mean, look at, I guess, I guess I, I, thought, I just thought he'd wait another year. But, I mean, why, what better time than now? Well, the fact that those rumors started coming out immediately lets you know that somebody was putting fillers out behind the scenes. Yeah. I mean, what, what, what coach out there winning the Super Bowl is talking about retiring? Like, and, and. Dude, you're barely over 25, like, talking about retiring. <laughs> Seriously. No, it's true. So, Yeah. Let's go to Jay. Jay's in Winmore. Jay, what up? How are you? What's up, brother? How you doing? Hi, Jay. What's up, Jay? Hey, happy, happy New Year. Happy New Year to everybody, man. You um, too, man. I just want to chime in real quick, talk about, you know, this, this you know, concern versus, you know, are we excited? I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say I'm a little bit of both. I just want to, you know, I want to just say Jalen Hurts, has had a fantastic year. He comes up with the, the injury that happens, um, comes back. He's a little shaky. Yeah, of course. But I think that's more of a testament to the coaching staff just saying, hey, we're going to take it slow. We're going to make sure that he's, you know, he's safe. I think it's also him making sure he's safe. Because what's more important, beating the backups of the New York Giants or him being 100% healthy for the playoffs? Um, I think the indifference comes with this fear of the unknown. You know, we don't know the extent of the injury 100%. They haven't been necessarily candid about it. But um, the excitement comes to, from what is he going to do in the playoffs? I want to know yeah. when he gets back to his game, his full game, what's he going to do? Best believe, I promise you, best believe he's going to be back to that guy. He's going to be back to running more. Whether it's going to be effective against these teams in the playoffs, I don't know. But, um, you know, when, when this back and forth goes with, oh, well, MVP, MVP. I, I understand, um, you know, what people are saying. He's, he's not the MVP because he missed the games. I get that. The races were, were close. But let's look at it for a second, okay? Patrick Mahomes, who's, I think, the front runner at this point, he's thrown 12 picks all year. Jalen's thrown half of that, okay? Every single game, Jalen is running, well, except for – Yesterday, Jalen's running for 80, 100, 150. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, and on top of that, he's also throwing for over 100 yards. If, if they try to say, well, he's not a true quarterback because he runs more than he throws, I don't agree with that. What is a true quarterback? The game is changing. Well, well, well Jay, okay? Jay, Jay, look- at the, Jay, at this point, can't we just agree that, that Jalen is yeah. very valuable to the Eagles? Yeah, it's not, yeah, I, I, yeah, and I guess, listen, I can understand why some people would be upset if he doesn't get the MVP, but I, you notice that I've been hanging my hat on for, for all year. The MVP has never won, hasn't won a Super Bowl since 1999, so I don't care if he doesn't win the MVP. It does not matter. It really doesn't matter. Who do you remember more, regular season MVPs or Super Bowl MVPs? Bam. 
It's Super Bowl MVPs. Matt Ryan won an MVP. What has that done for Matt Ryan? He's remembered he also, for blowing the lead. He's, in the Super Bowl. Exactly. <laughs> he's more infamous for blowing a 28-3 lead in the Super Bowl than his MVP season. Yep. Nobody cares about his MVP season. You know who else had an MVP season? Uh, pa- uh, um, uh, Cam Newton. Guess what, guess what I remember the most about Cam Newton's MVP season? He didn't dive on a damn football in the Super Bowl when it was on the ground. Yep. His MVP season has him out of the league. He's completely healthy in his early to mid-30s when guys are playing into their 40s, and he's done. And he's been done. He's been done. Hasn't even looked like an MVP in damn near five years. So winning a regular season MVP, Carson Wentz. I wore a cape for the guy being the MVP. What did it get him? <laughs> Nothing. Right. Nothing. So I, I say that to say being a regular season MVP, it's great. Yeah, it's nice to have as a feather in your cap. Nick Foles being the Super Bowl MVP weighs more than any regular season MVP from a guy I just named. It carries more weight. Go be the Super Bowl MVP. I might give a damn about the regular season MVP. We, it, it doesn't mean well, anything. It, it, it's nice when your team doesn't win, so you can say like, "Oh, well, like what we don't." That's not something that that almost after the fact you're like, "Well, we didn't win and we lost in the playoffs, so it's nice to have the the MVP." But ultimately, it's a nice feather yeah, in the cap for yeah. an argument. Yeah. It means squad douche. Yeah. It means. Lamar Jackson won the MVP. Yep. Lamar Jackson won the MVP. Two years ago, three years ago, what, what was 19, that? Nineteen, two thousand nineteen. They were fourteen three. and two, and and they haven't they haven't been any they haven't even approached the AFC Championship. So I don't want to hear the running quarterback and bias against Jalen because a running a running quarterback just won the MVP. Yeah. Running the football primarily, by the way. Oh, he also threw 36 touchdowns that year, too. Right. But, but he was being rushed for over 1,000 yards, and that was – I just – like, like the, the, the idea that somehow Jalen is getting shafted with the – because if he doesn't win the MVP, I just think is, is – it's not like they're giving it to some bum. Yeah. <laughs> it's no, not, they, it's they, not they, like they're giving it and, – and I felt like MB got shafted more with, uh, with, with, with Jokic winning the MVP. Agreed. Yeah, because Jokic was back to back, and they didn't win squat. And exactly. And they, they, the, the Nuggets and, and they just still lose. Did. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So. No, I agree with you. He got he got Jip more. You know, it's not like if 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 Jalen doesn't win it, they gave it to somebody that, that isn't worthy of winning the MVP. Yeah, Pat Mahomes, the best quarterback in football. Yeah. It's the best see, quarterback in football. See, Jack, if, if 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 our callers don't get over the MVP thing, Rod's going to start. We're going to start hearing the the production <laughs> the, again. The production. Yes. Again. Yes, I'd rather go get the Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, the the, the Jalen MVP conversations. It's great. It was fun to have. Yeah, 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 it was yeah, fun yeah. to have. But they're like, that's over with, man. Yeah, that's over. <laughs> man, I'm worried about them losing their first playoff game. You're worried about Jalen MVP conversations, man. I'm looking at matchups in the first round. Right. No, you're exactly right. Man. Marks and Reese, 215592. It, it, it doesn't make Jalen a bad quarterback. Man, Jalen had a great year. He had a great year. You can make the case that Jalen's as valuable to the Eagles without, as Pat Mahomes is or whatever. But I don't, like, Be I don't know. Be happy we got a quarterback yeah. we don't have to worry about anymore. Who cares yeah. if we got an MVP yeah. attached to it? Yeah. Be, be happy we found our quarterback. Exactly. Coming up, Jalen, what did he say after the game about his injury? How do we read into the answers? You'll hear that coming up next. <laughs> it was a little – that was – I was surprised. Yeah, I wonder was he irritated by the answers. I mean, by the questions. Yeah, we'll, we'll break it down. Yeah, it seemed a little bit. A little bit. I expected him to be a little more chipper yesterday. No, he, was, <laughs> he, was not, he was not interested in the whole thing. We'll play it coming up next. Marks and Reese, 94 WIP. Hey, listen, you don't have to go through yet another year with your knee pain, your back pain, because if you have chronic joint pain, you can get lasting relief from QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in advanced medicine using their unique protocols that uh, use healing agents from your own body that target your aching joints, repairing and restoring damaged tissue so you can move again. 
no surgery, no drugs, no downtime. If you have shoulder pain, maybe excruciating hip pain, if you have any arthritis pain or lingering pain from an injury, don't let them operate or give you more steroids and say no to the pain pills. Call QC Kinetics first to see if their life-changing all-natural treatments can get you living your best life in the new year. I'm telling you, people are raving about these treatments. It's the future of joint pain management, and appointments are available as soon as next week. Make 2023 the year you say goodbye to joint pain. Call QC Kinetics for a free consultation, 215-999-3000. 215-999-3000. QC Kinetics, call them. 215-999-3000. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Into it, I played. I'm just playing the game, playing the game, and protecting myself. I think um, if that's what y'all want to hear, protecting myself. Well, it seemed like it was more game plan oriented that you were going to avoid those hits by what was called and what was wrong. Is that not the case? Yeah, they're protecting me too. Is that, that's what you want to hear? I want to hear. Yeah, protecting myself. <laughs> now, Nick said today you were playing through pain. You know, um, I, I think when we spoke to you after the Chicago game, you said it took a lot of courage to get through that game. What did it feel like for you out there? Good enough. There's Jalen Hurts after the game. We're back live from Chickies and Pete's. We're in South Philly, but the deck at Chickies and Pete's on the boulevard now open. It's heated and closed. Perfect for relaxing happy hours and watching live music. Chickies and Pete's. Yeah, he, he did not he he didn't wanna he didn't want to give him what you know, the reporters obviously wanted him to be like, Yeah, you know, I'm hurt, I made the decision to play, I'm still in a lot of pain or whatever, and Jalen's not gonna say, Is that what you want to hear? Yeah, he was uh he just wanted to move on. They got the win. I do you think he do you think he pushed you? You had said this earlier. Was he pushing the play? Do you think that? I think so. Yeah? Yeah. Man. Yeah. Like, the, the Eagles really had, even me who believed he was injured, really had us believe in that, he would, that the injury wasn't as, I guess, significant or severe as, as it probably was. Yeah, I mean, listen, and, and, and maybe they didn't want to set panic out there. There was no structural damage. He doesn't need surgery. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but it doesn't seem like. It was the Eagles trying to rush uh, Jalen back on the field. You know, I think they were trying to be cautious with him for obvious reasons. Um, it seemed like Jalen wanted to get back out on the field for this game. Um, obviously, the significance of winning the game was important, but I think it was—I—I I, I think it was a little more than that. I—I I, I do. I, I don't think the Eagles had concern about losing the game yesterday, so that's why they played Jalen. That was fans thinking. I don't think that was the Eagles' concern. No? No, they knew the Giants weren't going to play anybody, so what's, like, what's the concern? That Gardner Minshew comes out and, and has a horrendous game, and that's the one way you lose the game to the Giants is Minshew. But could they have done exactly what they yep. did yesterday with Gardner Minshew? I mean, the exact thing. 
same play calling. The stats could have look, easily looked the same, and the score could have easily been the same. Or even they could have won by more. Maybe well, I'm just, if, I'm if just the going based off of Minshew yeah. and what he did. I'm trying to split the difference between the Cowboys game and the Saints game. All I'm saying is Jalen wasn't spectacular yesterday that they needed Jalen Hurts to play yesterday to no, win. They didn't. That wasn't a game that they needed Jalen Hurts to win. The Giants didn't do anything, and they didn't play anybody. No, they had a practice squad quarterback. Exactly. Did. So, to me, it seems like Jalen, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing. He's the quarterback. It's his team. He pushed through. He wanted to get out there and play. He wanted to be out there. He wanted to be out there before he had to play a playoff game, in my opinion, to knock some of the rust off. He wanted to be out there to, to solidify this win for this team because the last thing, God forbid, they lose the game and he, he's not playing. And you've lost the number one seed that he worked yeah. to put you in position to get. He's 13-1 and one prior to yesterday. So it's his record that's there. And you're throwing away a number one seed. So I think he wanted to go out there and play. And listening to him talk, he said something yesterday, Jack. I don't know if we have the cut. He said something to the effect of when you want something, you have to go after it or you have to push through it. Or this and that. that doesn't sound like something the coaches – thought and trying to get Jalen on the field it almost sounds like Jalen was saying you want something bad you got to be willing to go through pain to play and I wanted this win I wanted to be out there I wanted to play and so that meant I had to fight through showing them that I'll be okay to play that's what it sounded like to me it sounded like he fought to get on the field and to convince them that he'd be good enough to go, and that he would play smart enough football. Because you got to realize, they're talking about jeopardizing the the playoffs by putting him out there. So he, they needed to me. It sounds like to be convinced by him. Assurances that he could be out there. He wasn't going. He wasn't wasn't going to play reckless. He wasn't going to try to do too much. They certainly weren't going to call a game that would put him in harm's way. What makes me curious though is that how much different was he yesterday than he was like last week? Like, did they did they see enough, or were they panicking as well? Like, well, we got to win it. We got to win this game, so we'll 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 risk it this time around. I don't think so. I don't think so. Coming off of the week in the NFL, I don't think so. Yeah, it's a good just, point, too. Nick, Nick Sirianni made sure they brought that. He brought that up. If you listen to Nick Sirianni talk all last week, he sounded more as if there was a chance he may not play versus he's absolutely playing. I agree with you. No, it wasn't until th- Thursday, Friday, where I was like, nah, he's playing. He like, wasn't he, even he's, listening he's as a full play. participant yeah. in yep. practice. At all. And he was questionable. Yeah. Officially on Friday. So, I, like, you know what I'm saying? He and, was No, he was injured. Yeah, well, I, th- I think I know he was in. I'm just saying I think it was more about him wanting to get out there to play versus what Jack just said. The Eagles were in panic mode, so they put Jalen on Jalen, you got to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, 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 that makes no sense to me. It makes no sense to me because the Giants weren't giving you enough pushback that you needed to risk him being in the playoffs. Think about this. You're risking your starting quarterback being available in the playoffs against the Giants' backups. You're that nervous about winning the game that now all of a sudden you got to risk putting the not 100% quarterback out there against the backups. Well, I'm. I mean, I'm sure he was backups. He was pushing the play. It's a matter of where the Eagles going to say because if he was pushing to play the previous week, which he may have been, the Eagles are like, no, like you're you're not playing. You're not ready to go. Mm -hmm. The fact that it was an opportunity to clinch and to not clinch if you lose the game, maybe that's when you're like, all right, listen, like we're going to let you play, but this is these are the assurances that we need. This is what we need to do. Like we need to be on the same page as what we're doing out there. It's um, clearly they, they put a game plan yeah. in where they didn't put him in harm's, in harm's way. Yeah, clearly. Yeah, no, there, there was even still a lot of people last week, and I blame the Eagles for this based on their messaging to the fans through the media, which were, well, they've rested Jalen the last couple of weeks. It's time for him to play. This wasn't a matter of rest. No. I mean, he, was, he wasn't healthy yeah. enough to play. Yeah, and, and all you got to do is look at the game plan they call. Yeah. Like, they don't – I'm not saying they needed to go out there and give you 10 to 15 quarterback design runs to prove that everybody was healthy, but it's clear they're still talking about pain and everything else. 
Like they're still talking about it. Yeah, the it. messaging after the game <laughs> was like they're still talking about it. He went through a lot just to make it exactly. through the game. Yeah. Yes. That's a lot different than saying like, yeah, he's probably going to be sore after the game. Blah, Dude, blah, blah, a, blah. a week ago they were talking about his healing powers and how he's different from everybody else. I guess he's not that different. <laughs> exactly. Huh? So, I mean, yesterday they, it was clear to me after the game that he had to go get through some discomfort to yes. get through that game. Oh, no, for clearly. And I'm not saying it was bad, but I, I'm just saying it seems more to me that the player was able to convince the guys that I'm good enough to go. Yeah. And yeah. I want to be out there and I want to be out there to play. What good. percentage What percentage do you think Jalen is going to be 13 days from now? Back to the player that we'd seen for majority of this year. Oh, it's 90. Yeah, Jack, see, that's the one thing I, I – it's hard to – because if you're just looking at arm strength, even the pass he hit A.J. Brown with down the seam, if you really look at the play, he threw that ball early, so he gave A.J. time to run under the ball. It wasn't let's wait and then heave and then the ball. Heave, yeah. yeah, it was – let me get it out there. So it probably was a 40-yard pass in, in, in essence, You're somewhere around there, as opposed to it being the deep ball you throw when the guy's already 50 yards down the field. That was a timing play. Put it sure. out there, let him run under there to get it. So I, I don't know, but they threw it 35 times. Yeah. They still threw it a lot. It was, it was clear they weren't worried about the throwing aspect of the show. Right. Shoulder. And because it's the front of the shoulder, it may li- – like, literally, the throwing motion just may be sore because of the motion. But the actual – I mean, I can't imagine he has the same exact velocity or zip with a shoulder injury. Right. But they weren't worried about him throwing the ball. They were worried about him taking contact. Yeah. And he got sacked a couple times. I mean, there was a couple I, instances looked, where there was a free blitzer that was coming in on him. It looked like on one or two plays where he made a conscious effort to not come down on that throwing shoulder. I agree. To where he sort of twisted his body so that he could either come down on his back or he could come down on his left shoulder. I saw I saw one play in particular I noticed that where I think he was near going out of bounds where you could tell he almost contorted his body to yeah. go down on his back. Yep. He did not want to go down and, and good. Well, and this just lets you know yeah. that he's still tender because yeah. if it's if it was one if it was healthy, you just go back to playing football the way you know how to. Believe me, I've had an AC sprain. I played my entire senior season with an AC sprain. So the pain, as long as you continue to be out there involved, it doesn't go away. Yeah. It just doesn't. Hmm. Now, granted, he's playing quarterback, and I was playing linebacker, so it's a little different. <laughs> but, yeah. It's a little, little different. But, a little different. Yeah. All right. Let's go to Brian in New Jersey. What's up, Brian? Go ahead, man. What up? What's going on, guys? What's going on? What's up, B? So, um, look, I, I know yesterday was ugly, and no one likes – like how it looked, but the point of the game was to get the W and get out healthy. And I think for the most part, we kind of did that. Like it was a very vanilla, like type of style. It was conservative. Like you've seen Jalen Hurts. He knew when to go down early. Like he wouldn't be going down that early at all this whole season. But I think they told him like, make sure you play conservative. Like he's not going for Nick Sirianni. Wasn't going for it on fourth downs that, you know, he'd normally be going. I think to play conservative with Goddard as well. Like, I think in two weeks, I think this team, they will get healthier, and I don't think they're going to be playing like that. And, like, when the playoffs come, you got guys on this team like Kelsey and Lane and even Fletch, like all these guys that have been here and did this. They did this thing where, where it was two home games and, and just, uh, just one more game. And, like, they got all these guys, and these two wide receivers they got, 6 and 11, these guys, these guys are, like, the best in the league right now. You, like, you can't, you can't stop both of them. You can't. So – I'm pretty optimistic, honestly, about to see how, how it's going to go. But uh, thank you for taking my call, guys. I just want to. All right, Brian. Okay, B. Appreciate it, man. Black Gritty from BlackGritty.com checks in. What's up, Black Gritty? Guys, so uh, let me tell you something. I, uh, I, I had him at plus 900. I, I, that's why people out here going to I won this man to the SEC. <laughs> I, 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 I could have put the kids to a little college class or something. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm upset. Well, I feel so, you on that. I feel you on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's yeah. where that's coming from. Uh, Johnny Mark, I came out and I said that we were going to go 14-2. and two. You corrected me and, and said we had an extra game. So I said 14 and I just said we're going to be undefeated because I was mistaken. So, I mean, I'm right on point with that. Wow, uh, you. But if, if, if you guys don't I don't, don't remember mind, you saying 14-3. Oh, I, I don't remember Well, I can that. pull up the record for you. I can pull it. I, I said 14-2. 
and I got corrected because I got I got messed up on my he number. He logs his phone crazy. calls. Gritty, Gritty has yeah, every yeah. phone call he makes. Those. Yeah, I got I got the call because I, I messed up. I said fourteen and two, and then Mark's like, "Well, we have to be fourteen and three or 15. Yeah, and I was like, "Okay, whatever." Now we're going out of Phoenix because I was bad because I got my numbers count off. So uh, I was close enough. Uh, now you. let me Johnny Marks a little bit, okay? Yeah. I'm so tired of this coaching staff. Just listening to Jalen Hurst talk the way he talked. Can my coach just do that? Can he just say on to the next bye week? Can he just say, I say, <laughs> just, just repeat the same answer and shut up. Stop telling me this dude's Wolverine and then come out crying about how he's fighting through so much pain. You yelled at everybody who asked you a question that this man was some kind of money more from Power Ranger. And now I got to hear you all. Oh, okay, shut up, dude. Answer questions simply and move on. Next. The coaches that kept telling me, well, we didn't run the ball. We had three and outs because we couldn't run the ball. We couldn't get a chance to run the ball. Then they came out through nine straight passes with my dude without Lane Johnson and being hurt. For the last four weeks, you've done the same thing. You come out throwing the ball like Joe Montana, and you don't run the ball. And every time somebody asks you, you got the RPO excuse. You got the we didn't have a ball. Those well, guess what? When your palms got sweaty yesterday, you ran that ball down their throat. Okay, I know Dickerson looks like he sucks, but maybe if he just ran the ball a couple times, get him comfortable, he'd be rolling people down, it was especially when my guys hurt. So they got two weeks to get their minds right and come up with a great game plan for whoever they got. Mix and match. I know he got the firepower, but my goodness, if they don't run this ball when necessary or when available, Boston Scott is a giant killer. You saw what happened. Everybody knew it. If I was playing Madden, I'd have put him in there to start the game because that's just what he does. Well, yeah, ooh, I'm yelling. I'm upset. But guess what? We are number one seed. Everybody got to come through here. I'm looking at these quarterbacks, and, and Tom Brady's the only name that I really know that I got here. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's set up for us. The stars are aligned to at least get us to the Super Bowl. And the Cowboys went out there and cowboyed it up. So, I'm happy today. If you're a Cowboys fan listening, I know you cried in the car last night. Okay. <laughs> Just like the Packers fans did. And Ike, every yeah. time I say I want more blitzing, I hang up and you yell at me and talk about the fast and see. <laughs> I don't want you to blitz Krieg every time, but to see what mm. you do to Aaron Rodgers, just blitz him two or three times, and he throws the ball up in the air, and you get a pick. Okay, I just want a little bit more pressure again. This coaching staff has got to get themselves together. Lane Johnson got to get healthy. Fly, Eagles, fly. I love you guys. Let's go. Um, <laughs> there he Talk is. To y'all. All right, BG. BG. Yeah, you know what? You, you guys are going to miss Jonathan Gannon when he's gone. We are. <laughs> it's like, oh, Jack geez. may miss him for that. Yeah. Happy Monday. Exactly. You're going to miss Jonathan Gannon when he's gone. I'm just telling you. The guy finished with the number one, number, it was the number one or number two ranked defense in the league this year, number two ranked. Yeah, uh, total yards. I don't really it, that that stuff is okay, and that's how they rank the defenses on yards. I, yeah, on yards. I like to rank them by points. Points, me too. Yeah, I rank them by points. So they're somewhere around it. E- either way, they 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 put up some historical numbers. They set some franchise records. Like like, how does that equate to a bad defensive coordinator? Like when I say they finish third in sacks, I, I don't mean third in the league this year in sacks. All time. I mean, third in the history of the game. Do we like, 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 let that register a little bit. In the history of the sport, since they've been keeping sacks, the third most in a season. And, and, and we want him to blitz more? Yep. Got to put pressure on the offense. Like. I mean, listen, I played for the great Jim Johnson. And believe me, Jonathan Gannon, he ain't Jim Johnson. And nor would I ever mistake him for Jim Johnson. I don't know what our total sack number was, our best year. I would think maybe in those first three years from either 2000 to 02, one of those three years may have been our, our, our highest total as a team. I could be wrong. But it didn't, like, we, we, didn't, we, didn't, we wasn't putting up historical numbers. Right. And that's what blitz happy Jim Johnson. Sure. Yeah, no, like, listen, the, the – the defense has, was not great last year, right? Like, it wasn't great. Sure. It was much improved this year. It's completely different. Yeah, you need players. Like, yeah. you need players. Yep. 
It's true. Uh, when Jim Johnson was in Seattle, it, it, he didn't look like he right. had Brian Dawkins and Hugh Douglas and Troy Vincent and Jeremiah Trotter when he came to Philadelphia and he had players. Now you can put those X's and O's with the players. And we said last year, give Jonathan Gannon some players and let's see what he does with them. Now, it didn't increase him blitzing, but you can't tell me it didn't make this defense exponentially better. They got four players in double-digit sacks. Yeah, that's a record. I think they were second or third in, in turnover differential. Well, and, and Bradbury, which is only a one-year contract, unfortunately, he – I was reading something on ESPN.com today. He grades out as the best corner in the league. In, in the league. In the league. Better, on, better than slight on a one-year contract, making $7 million a year. Hassan Reddick was one of the best free agent signings Howie's ever made. Yeah. Was it 17? Did he 16 get, sacks. 16 sacks on the season. Yeah. I mean, Brandon and, Graham, career year. I mean, and yeah. So and it didn't. It wasn't done by blitzing. It was not. And so then people will say, "Well, you got to give that credit to the players. They got the sacks. They done. Well, okay, okay. until they lose, then yeah, it goes exactly. back on Jonathan. Yeah, Gannon. That's exactly my point right there. So then when they lose or don't stop the run and everything else, then why don't we blame the players then? Because then it becomes Jonathan Gannon's. Yeah problem so I, listen like i said i'm not telling you jonathan gannon is jim johnson or buddy ryan we we, we know that that's not his style but we I, I i can't argue with the numbers that the defense has put up this year no they've been good right they've, they've been, been better they, than good they've been yeah historically great yeah the, the defense has been now let's see what they do against the better quarterbacks if they end up facing them in the in the playoffs well that's the good thing guess what we don't play in the afc so i'm sorry we don't have to go up against pat mahomes in the first game Guess what? We may get, we may get uh, uh, Daniel Jones. It, it didn't stop us from celebrating being Super Bowl champions when we beat Case Keenum. <laughs> Did not. Right? Like, like, so I'm sorry we don't have to go through the gauntlet of the AFC to prove how good we are. Yep. Jack, will you miss Jonathan Gannon when he's gone? Apparently a finalist, well, at least for. I guess my thing is, like, it seems like this is what they want from a defensive coordinator. Like, I don't think they're going to go fine. Like, there's no blitz-heavy really guys I, Yeah, out. right, right. Look you're at saying, the league, Jack. Yeah, you're saying they're not going to go out and find a guy who does all of that blitz. No, like, I mean, uh, like, uh, Spagnola is an old-school guy. But mm-hmm. they, this is what they want. The, the modern NFL is keep the big plays in front of you and don't get beat on that and death by a thousand paper cuts and wait for the quarterback to make a mistake. <laughs> right, I mean, and, and get pressure defense? from your front four, maybe with another yep. blitzer, but the, the days but, of the, the jailhouse blitzes are over. The biggest concern is... Well, unless they, you play for the Giants. Yes. The, yeah, the biggest concern now. is what do they do with the, the free agents they have, you know, and, and who do they bring back? Right. Because Bradbury, Chauncey Gardner, right. Kaiser, TJ mm-hmm. Edwards. What do they do with Javon Hargrave? They brought in Jordan Davis... And are they going to let Limbaugh Joseph go? Will they, will they franchise Bradbury to keep him under contract for another year? Ooh. Can they do that? Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah they can franchise. They're going to have to pay a lot for that one year. Yeah, and they I was going to say it's about $20 million you're going to be paying. And you would have to account for that on the cap. You can't fix the books on a, on, no, on a franchise. It's a one-year deal. But, I mean, it shows you what, what having a – When's the a, last time the Eagles franchise somebody? Been a man. Man, you're right. Like it's not something they they, they don't do. they usually don't do that because they sign their guys, and yeah. if the guys don't want to sign, they can't get it done. They well, they don't they want all on. that money on a one year right. deal. Right. I was just thinking about that today. They've only used oh. it five times in their history. Think uh, about that, yeah. And I think one of them was on LJ. Yes, it was. Yeah, Trotter. That's right. Uh, yeah, was but that, that rescinded. Yeah, that that lasted about a day or two. Yeah, that <laughs> that franchise tag didn't last. Corey Seidman. We don't Corey like Seidman. to go back down that road. With that story. Yeah, no. Yeah. It's safe to say Jeremiah was not all that <laughs> he, happy about oh, it. Now, think about this. Corey Simons didn't last. Uh, they used it on Mike Vick in 2011. And they wound up giving him a new deal. Yeah. And they used it on Deshaun in 2012. And they gave him a new deal? Did they give him a new deal? No. No. I don't think they I think did. Eventually, did he they? Ended up, eventually he ended up getting one. I think they did give yeah. him a new deal. You might yeah, be right. because you could franchise and then still just work a out. Whole, yeah, yeah. Yes, just yeah, a whole. Yes, just a to a five-year extension. After. Yeah. But we're saying as far as having a guy play play on the on franchise, the franchise tag, tag yeah. I think LJ's the only one. No. And they probably didn't want to give him a franchise tag. You know they didn't want to do that. We're live at Chickies and Pete's uh, in South <laughs> Philly. The deck at Chickies on the Boulevard now open, heated and closed, perfect for relaxing happy hours and watching live music. Chickies yeah, Trot might have set a record for being on the franchise tag the shortest amount of time. A day? <laughs> they just released them? I don't, did it last the whole day? Well, it didn't end up working out for the Eagles either. That's for sure.
But yeah, it worked oh, out for him. Oh, man. Uh, uh, yeah. Was he mad? Was that the – did he not appreciate the franchise tag? Dude, let me tell you, to watch that play out in real time, yeah. That, that was that – was, Not appreciated by uh, – That was a hell of a day that day. Yeah. I, I remember that day. Yeah, I, was, I wasn't there at the NovaCare. I was there immediately afterwards when he left the NovaCare. Yeah, yeah, after he had a conversation yeah, yeah, exactly. with I, the head coach. I, I was there with him then, yeah, at his house. So, yeah. I had, oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Heated, oh, yeah. A heated axe man? I bet. Yeah, he was not happy. Man. So then, so then he let his feelings be known, and then the Eagles huddled and said, you know what, okay, we, we'll take the, the tag yeah, off. Yeah, he's going to be a disgruntled player. Yeah. yeah. We're not going to have him here, yeah. And they just – then he became a free agent, and he signed with Washington. Yep. Coming up, top five and five with Jack. Do you have game balls after a, a game like that, Jack? No, no. Oh, oh, come on, man. Well, it's a big picture game balls. How about that? All right. <laughs> we're, live at, Never mind. we're live at Chickie's. <laughs> top five of five with Jack. Don't go anywhere. But, hey, listen, uh, cold weather, it's cold. It's back, back to being cold out there again. So it's finally time, those old, time to replace your old drafty windows and doors. And there's never been a better time than now to make sure that your home is more energy efficient and you're taking advantage of Guida's big winter sales event because my good friends at Guida during window – are extending their big winter sale through the month of January by offering 40% off every window and door that you buy. That's right, 40% off each expertly installed energy-efficient replacement window, which also includes free high-performance low-E glass. And if you need a new door, 40% off every door they have that includes insulated entry doors, sliding patio doors, garage doors, and storm doors. And you can take advantage of Guida's interest-free financing or their low monthly payment plans to get your project started with no money out of your pocket. This is for a limited time only, so you must act quickly if your home need, needs new windows and doors. And you know if you need them, call the experts at Guida today to schedule a free in-home estimate. 877-GO-GUIDA. That's 877-GO-GUIDA or visit them at goguida.com. That's go, G-U-I-D-A, dot com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend four point four hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.